0: and welcome to episode 35 of Mark's Mess Podcast. We're with my daughters, Charlotte and Catherine.
1: Catherine Charlotte. Charlotte
2: and Catherine. Catherine Charlotte. Charlotte
0: We look look at the world of Kikri using the alphabet as our guide, and this month it is the letter Y.
2: Why not? Because that's the alphabet.
0: If you would like to contact us, you can by email at...
2: MyMark's at gmail.com
0: On Twitter...
2: At Marks Mess Podcast, without like the T.
0: On our uh, web page, marksmesspodcast.blogspot.com or on our Facebook page. Marks Mess Podcast. And we have had people who have contacted us uh, after the last episode. Catherine, would you like to read from our friends, the Sutherlands, what they said on our Facebook page?
1: The Irish twist in this episode was fun. I liked hearing about Irish superheroes and the background information on the issue set in Belfast was very interesting. I always enjoy learning a wee bit of the Northern Ireland language.
0: The last time we talked about uh, Irishness and uh, different Irish superheroes and a wee bit about Spider-Man comic for that, uh, we enjoyed that and Charlotte enjoyed doing the Northern Irish words a wee bit too much but hopefully there's people around the world who are now reciting them we did get another comment from my brother john adams
2: hey mark smith's podcast i like the tea can we have more language training segments please i've always wanted to learn northern irish talk to communicate with my lovely nieces <laughs>
0: which was i
2: think it's a good idea
0: no we're not okay, gonna hopefully. do that um because this month it is the letter y
2: why not it's alphabet
0: And we will keep that joke going, all thing. And we're going to be looking at different things of why, but a wee bit of news. Those of you who follow Mark Smith's podcast will, of course, know about our other podcast, John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast, where we publish my grandfather's letters home from the First World War, a hundred years to the month they were uh, written. And, of course, the war is over a 100 years ago now and the letters are now finished and we've just released uh, a few weeks ago the last podcast in that google john adams letters from the front and you'll be able to find that and thank you to the people who've been very supportive of this family history podcast and also other news is we're recording a few days after Endgame has come out and Charlotte and I went to see Endgame. So anyway, Endgame, wasn't it so good? We're going to talk about it at the end of the podcast with full spoilers. So after the the music is over, we'll get into spoilers and we'll warn you again, I would recommend do not listen unless you've seen the movie because it is so good. We don't want you to be spoiled by it.
2: And don't come and beat us up like that dude who got beat up. Outside the cinema, in some place,
0: <laughs> somebody got beat up.
2: Yeah, sure. He was shouting spoilers.
0: Yeah, I was very, very aware coming out of the cinema not to talk about it until we got to the car because we were the first. Um, morning showing. Sorry.
2: Morning showing because the previous one had been at midnight, so technically it was the second one in on that day. But
0: <sighs> yeah, we were basically at eleven o'clock in the morning, probably before a lot of uh, Americans had watched it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because we rule. British, international dateline.
2: Maybe they felt bad for us for Brexit.
0: No, it's just the way time works. Because if it's eleven o'clock here, it's earlier in America. Okay. Okay, because that's the way time works. Timey wimey, wibbly wobbly (laughs) stuff. Anyway, this month we have got the letter Y.
2: Why not? It's the alphabet.
0: And we have decided to go for, well, we're going to look at some things that we've been doing over the past couple of months, whether it's geeky or something else. Okay, so we're going to put these uh, things into three categories. We either have uh, Yikes, something that we didn't like, or Yippee, something that we did like, or youser, something that maybe surprised us. When we uh, went for it. I'm going to be doing some things I've read and watched over the past while. Catherine is going to be talking about uh, Doctor Who. She's she's basically been on the BBC iPlayer watching every episode of Doctor Who that's on there. Which is quite a bit. And Charlotte is going to be doing something different. She was with her school. Do you want to t- t- tell them about it?
2: I was with my school um, in the middle of April. Way to Belgium and France about world war one and like the trenches and all that pizzazz
0: okay so uh, a school trip so about things that she liked things she didn't like and things that surprised her in that so we're going to start with things that are yikes things that we thought i didn't like that and we're going to start with and we're going to start with katherine talking about the doctor who episodes can you tell us which doctor who episode is your yikes
1: it's in the it's in the David Tennant. It's a series two episode ten. It's called like love and Mo- it's called love and monsters. That right,
0: that was I remember that one as being one I've only ever watched once because I thought it was so bad. Yeah. It ends up with a man who's in love with a paving slab.
1: I don't I don't think I've ever watched the full thing.
0: It it was that bad. Yeah. I remember that at the time the monster was actually designed by a blue Peter viewer. Who sent in a design for a monster.
1: And it was a concrete slab.
0: No, the concrete slab, it, He, the monster sort of put people into the ground or something like that, melted them into the ground, and she was stopped where it was just a face.
1: That's kind of like the one where they're put into the walls
0: and stuff. But probably that one was better done. Yeah. Okay, that was your Yikes. Charlotte, what about your yikes for your trip to Belgium? Bearing in mind, this was a school trip.
2: Yeah, well, the accommodation we stayed in, it was Chateau or something. I'm not going to say the name because, you know, they were quite nice. But <laughs> but the food wasn't that great.
0: So tell us about the food you got. Was it traditional French cuisine with the, the soups and the cheeses and the different breads?
2: So for starters, they gave you a soup. You didn't have to take it, but they gave you a soup.
0: Oh, like a, a French onion soup.
2: The first day it was broccoli and broccoli and cauliflower, and then the second time we had the soup it was pea and sweet corn, yet it was orange. And they were the consistency was water basically. <laughs> it was. And then I'm lactose intolerant so I couldn't eat some stuff and they were supposed to provide alternatives for me and they just told me what I couldn't eat. And didn't give me any alternatives. Like the desserts, they were all—they all had dairy in them—and they—they didn't give me anything else. They were just like, "Oh, oh well." They didn't. And for the lunches, it was baguette, which was quite stale, and they didn't provide me with butter or any cheese, but so you, I had to have dry baguette.
0: But you did have a nice teacher.
2: I did. My nice teacher brought me cheese and butter.
0: Okay. Um, my yikes. Uh, one of the channels uh, over here has been showing sort of five days a week some different sci-fi shows, and they started to show Sliders. Sliders is a TV show from nineteen ninety-five to nineteen
2: ninety-nine. Aren't those the shoes? Say <laughs> that. Know, I <laughs> my hand
0: Sliders is a show from nineteen ninety-five to nineteen ninety-nine, uh, with five series in it. The basic premise is a young man con- called Quinn Mallory invents a wormhole machine that takes him to a parallel dimension where things are slightly different, where people have made different decisions. So it could be that there's somebody else doing a podcast called Mark's Mess Podcast. Martin's Wait, Mess Podcast. Martin's Mess, could be the Martin's Mess Podcast. Anyway, that idea, he accidentally brings with him his professor, his one of his best friends, and uh, a 70s soul singer. Yeah, that, that bit confused me. Soul is a type of music. Right. It's very oh. No that's people standing on your feet music. <laughs> okay, uh, and he gets, they get stuck where they can't find their way home. So they spend a couple of series trying to find their way home. I watched the first series in a bit when it first came out. So I, when it came on TV now I thought I'll watch through it. I watched the first season, the second season, the third season and I started getting stuck. Because after the third season, there was they, they had no direction. If you watch a TV show now, the episodes are connected one after the other. In this, they aren't necessarily connected. They could be played in any order, and that's because networks in America sometimes didn't play them in, an, in a certain order. So they couldn't really have a story, an ongoing story. Is it just the way networks worked? Now, of course, they do, and most TV shows have that ongoing story. So my yikes is Sliders, the TV show, because it had no direction, and any direction it had was really slowed down by filler episodes. I'm um, sort of going through the episodes and deleting ones, I think. No, that has got nothing to do with the, the mythos of the whole show, about them trying to find their way home. Uh It gets really confusing after a while. I think two of the characters merge into one because of a bad slide. So if there's anybody out there who can tell me that Sliders actually gets better near the end, please do, because I might just keep on at it then. Okay, so that was our yikes. Our next one will be our yowser. Ones of things that really surprised us, that we thought maybe it would be better than it was, or it would be worse than it was. So we'll start with Charlotte this time about your trip to the Western Front.
2: So this is about the food again. <laughs> we read the reviews before we went and we thought, right, this isn't going to be a good place, but we're only sleeping and, and eating a bit there, so we might survive. And so the breakfast was actually really nice. They gave us warm croissant or pan au chocolat. And
0: you speak it like a native.
2: I know. <laughs> <laughs> and hot chocolate, milk, coffee, tea, orange juice, cereal. And they provided we me with milk. Surprisingly.
0: Okay. Oh, uh, what type of milk did you get?
2: I got soy milk.
0: Okay, well, that's... I think
2: it was soy milk at <laughs> <Right>. least. <laughs> okay. um, the bus driver was also well. We had two bus drivers. One of them tried to run over a chicken and went, "Ah, chicken."
0: And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and did you have a, no?
2: He was going the wrong way. He was going through a private farm, and he was. And then the well, other well, one? well, a
0: lot of these places in the Western Front are on private property.
2: Master said he was going the wrong way because he had been there for the past like five years and he said, this isn't the way we go. Then the second bus driver, I thought the bus drivers would be better, but they were worse. So that's the opposite of the food. Because the second bus driver, we were supposed to stop off at, at somewhere to eat before the airport because our flight was at like seven or something and we were all starving because we were kind of malnourished. <laughs> Not really. But he, mis- Mister, said, Oh, we're not going somewhere to eat. And we were like 50 minutes out from the airport. He said, Oh, no, nah, we're not going anymore. So we had to try and find something in a really, really bad airport to eat.
0: My uh, user one is there's a movie from 1979 called Monty Python's Life of Brian. No, Monty oh, Python. It is, Monty Python are uh, like a comedy people who had a TV show of sketches in the late 60s, early 70s, and it was very well remembered, but if you actually watch it, maybe half the sketches work, the other half don't work. You know, it's a show that wouldn't be on TV now because it doesn't work really well. They did a couple of movies, and one of them was Life of Brian, and the idea of it is it's set in Jesus' time, in the Middle East and it's kind of following the man who was born next door to where Jesus was born. And it, it, I remember watching it in the 90s when I first discovered it and it was hilarious. It was so much so that when I got a DVD player, it was one of the first DVDs I bought. And it's on our shelf. Um, I liked it for several reasons. One, it was really funny. It was really obscure. At one point, the main character falls out of a building falls into a uh, passing spaceship and then gets thrown out of that spaceship. That's how he survives the fall. I'd like you know, just a really bizarre stuff. There's some really good comedy that's still used today. Um, if you ever hear somebody saying, what have the Romans ever done for us? That comes from the life of Brian. What have the Romans ever done for us? Well, they give us aqueducts. Okay, apart from aqueducts what have the Romans ever done for us? Toilet. Well, apart from toilets and aqueducts, what have the Romans ever done for us? roads. See you get the idea of the comedy that's quite well I also liked it as somebody who's a Christian it challenged me as a Christian not to follow religion but to follow what Jesus actually said about uh, loving people but I stuck it on a couple of weeks ago and I so got halfway through before I got bored I think the problem I had with it isn't about the comedy, it isn't about uh, it being set in Jesus time. I think it's just it's just full of cliches now. Those comedy routines have been done again and again and again. Some of it is really funny, other bits I had to plough through it because I knew what was coming next. It is my yowser because it's not quite as good as I remembered it and it really surprised me. I thought it was in for a good evening watching TV, but no. Catherine, what about your Doctor Who youser, thing that surprised you most?
1: Um, it's the Peter Capaldi series 10, episodes 11 and 12.
0: What are they called?
1: They're called World Enough and Time and The Doctor Falls.
0: And those are the last two episodes uh, of that series. So what was surprising about it? I remember watching that with you two uh, and your mother. And you were getting very fed up with Capaldi's season.
1: Yeah, I didn't get it when I first watched it. I had no idea what was happening. Because, well, partly I didn't know who the Master was.
0: And You mean the Master as opposed to Missy?
1: Both of them. I didn't know who either of them was, really. Okay. I liked it a lot better whenever you watched it.
0: Yeah, that, that was an interesting season. You've been watching a lot of these uh, again and again and again and again. Some of them you watched more than others So it'll be interesting to see what your yippee is uh, in a minute or two. But that one, it was quite interesting seeing you watch that. Because I remember no one apart from me watched some of those episodes. People went, no, I don't want to watch anymore. And seeing you watch it again and seeing you get, ah, I get that. That's the master. I know that now. Uh, It's quite interesting seeing that develop in you. Anyway, thanks for that, girls. I'm going to take a break now and play a couple of promos of some great podcasts. And we will be back in a moment or two.
2: Bye. Bye. In 1984, I was 10 years old, and a strange light lit up the park behind my house. In the middle of the night, still in my pajamas, I ran to investigate. A strange machine sat brooding in the dark. I stepped inside, and I was taken to a far-off galaxy where I saw men, monsters, and gods fight and die. Join us again on the Marvel superheroes, Secret Wars and Beyond series, part of the Pulp to Pixel podcasts where we will discuss each issue of the Secret Wars miniseries and their long-term impact on the characters who joined us on Battleworld and on those we left behind on the home front. Join us again on Battleworld. Return with us to
0: our Secret Wars. The Fantastic House is your guide to the Fantastic Four from the beginning of the Marvel Age of Comics. Each week, Steve Lacey and Andy Leyland cover each issue, spin-off, guest appearance and cameo of Marvel's first family. And in 2019, we begin our journey through the neon decade, the 1980s. Join us as we cover... All-time classic runs from John Byrne and Walt Simonson She-Hulk and Sharon Ventura join The Fantastic Four The Invisible Girl No More, Here Comes The Invisible Woman Spin-off series including Marvel 2-in-1 and The Thing Marvel's Secret Wars, The Trial of Reed Richards and more Find us at theFantasticast.com On iTunes and all other podcast services The Fantastic us. Insert catchy tagline here Wait, what? And we're back. We're back for our third segment in our why. We have done Yikes, we've done Yowzer, and we're now doing Yippee, things that we've seen, watched, been to recently that have made us go Yippee, uh, that we've enjoyed a lot. Mine for this is... Fantastic Four, number 304 to 321. And this is a Steve Englehart run. Marvel's Secret Wars and Beyond podcast recently talked about one or two of the comics in this run. And also in Mark's Mess vs. Evolutionary War many years ago, I talked about the annual in the middle of this. Uh, And I thought, I'm going to give it a wee read and see if it's any good. See if I can understand what's actually happening because the annual by itself didn't make much sense. These are the issues with the pineapple thing, the human torts, Ms. Marvel, not that one, who becomes she-thing and crystal. And there's a lot of soap opera stuff in this because Mr. Fantastic and Invisible Woman leave the team and they're replaced by miss marvel and crystal and the thing is becomes the leader and the thing chooses crystal to get at the human torch who has married uh, the thing's girlfriend so it's really convoluted i know I, that's just very hard to understand but it's a really good it. steve Englehart's writing was spot on uh, with this uh the type I didn't go any further than that. The, n- the next person started writing about a rogue watcher who kidnaps a Fantastic Four. And I remember some of those. That's when I first started collecting Fantastic Four. And I didn't get it then. And I wasn't about to start trying to get it now. And it involved that rogue watcher who I still don't quite understand who he is. But anyway, the Steve Englehart, I would highly recommend anyone, anyone go and read Fantastic Four 304 to 321. 321? Dusty bin, Catherine. What is your yippee with Doctor Who? What's your favourite Doctor Who moment?
1: So they're all in the David Tennant.
0: You're such a fan girl.
1: The series four, seven, eight, and nine. It's the Unicorn and the Wasp, Silence in the Library, and Forest of the Dead.
0: Good episodes. Right, tell us a wee bit about the Unicorn and the Wasp.
1: They go in the 1920s, and they meet Agatha Christie, and it's like a mystery and stuff.
0: Do you know who Agatha Christie is? Isn't
1: she like a book
0: right? She's a mystery writer. When I was your age it used to be uh, Miss Marple on the BBC and that's how I got to know her. A lot of mysteries about what would happen. Her two main characters are Miss Marple who is an old woman who solves mysteries because, you know, pensioners can give the time. Another one is a Belgian detective called Hercule Poirot. What about the silence in the library? Double Bell. What was that about?
1: The doctor and Donna went... Dr. Donner? The doctor and Donna went to this massive library, which was like in some wee girl's head or something. And then, yeah, there's these things in this sh- that make shadows, and then they eat you.
0: And the tiny wimey bit is, who do we meet first? For the first time.
1: Oh, Professor Riversong.
0: And um, this is the last appearance of her. If you follow her story chronologically.
1: I like the David Tennant ones.
0: You you seem to. You you started off liking the Matt Smith ones, didn't
1: Especially you? Especially the ones with
0: Donna. I think that was the high point of the whole new Doctor Who series. I do. Because Donna wasn't a, you know, sort of a pretty young assistant. She was a woman with her own mind who was a wee bit older than some of the other ones he's had. And
2: mm. oh, she speaks her mind.
0: And she speaks her mind, which is great. Yeah.
2: And her accent. I, I, I don't know what accent it is.
0: It's some sort of Northern England accent. I can't I, I tell.
2: It's nice and broad. She's her favourite companion.
0: She is pretty good. I'm really sad the way she had to leave yeah. The the companion, not the actress. Um, and I think she, the actress really enjoyed her time on Doctor Who because she speaks of it fondly. Uh, I remember when she first came on on The um, Runaway Bride, people were very dismissive of her. Why? Because she's just a comedian. Just a comedian, doesn't know how to act. Why would you have her?
1: So is Graham. He's a comedian.
0: Yeah, it is. But it just showed that uh, she was really good and she was a, a fine actor in the whole thing. And just in an the unicorn and wasp, David Tennant's dad appears on it for a second or two. And David's tenant dad David Tennant's dad is a Presbyterian minister.
1: Wasn't he one of the butlers?
0: He was one of the butlers, that is right, because I've pointed this out before to you. Anyway, thank you, Catherine, for all your doctor whoing. Uh, Charlotte, what about your trip with your Yippie?
2: I have two things. That's okay. My first one is for one of the days we've spent what day was it? Was it? I think it was the Friday. We spent the whole day in Ypres because that night we were laying a wreath at the Men and Gate, which was absolutely packed.
0: And it always is, and they've laid that wreath every day since
2: 1919. And for some odd coincidence, the mm, PSNI, which is the Police Service Northern Ireland, that's right, they were the, bla- the, the-, the band that was playing. Mm hmm. But we had about an hour and a half, two hours to go shopping and it was quite nice because we could buy some food then. <laughs>
0: right. So you didn't go buying shoes and scarves and stuff like that. You went and bought? Food. Food. What food did you buy?
2: As a as a school, we went to this wee Belgium shop because they did an offer if you were at school. So for 11 euros, we got a Belgium chocolate bar. I got a white chocolate one. We got. I got waffles but it was anything off the shelf and then it was also um a wee box of about about 10 wee chocolates and also a bag of marshmallows
0: right what was your second
2: um it was just the general like atmosphere because it was supposed to be my year and the year above could go but it was only my year that did go so it was quite nice because i knew everyone there and we were all like quite friendly
0: now, what about the different places you went on the Western Front? I, I know it's very hard to say yippee when you're talking about graves of people who died in the First World War, but what was your favourite place to be on the Western Front?
2: Well, I think it was it was the second last day we went to this grave and it was 300 of the French on the left and 300 of the British on the right. And it was really nice because it had a really nice view. It had a massive archway and like the French graves were... Was it the French graves were across and the British graves were a wee round thing?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it had such a nice view and it was a really nice day, even though it was absolutely freezing when we were there.
0: It was Thiefel Memorial and I remember being there with John and Roger uh, and the view, yes, the view is magnificent. Uh, it was Tangot really got to me.
2: Is that the biggest one?
0: That's the biggest one, and just the amount of grave after grave after grave. It's hopefully something you won't forget.
2: Yeah, I won't forget.
0: <laughs> Let lest we forget. But uh, a bit of a somber end end to this, but. It shows that we can look at things that we enjoy and have things that we don't quite enjoy and things that surprise us, whether good or bad, in all this. Anyway, if you would like to tell us some of your yikes, yowser, and yippee things that you've been watching, reading, and even going to, I know some of you go to the Comic Cons uh, a lot, uh, do let us know. Uh, Next time, we are finishing our alphabet with the letter... Z. Zed, what we're going to do for it, I'm not quite too sure because I'm kind of running out of ideas.
1: Zebras.
0: And then we'll. zebras. Yes, we'll fill the whole show with zebras. Anyway, um, so we'll be live from the Serengeti. We'll also give you an idea of what we're hoping to do uh, after we've done the alphabet. We're not going to go to the Greek alphabet or go by numbers or anything like that. We're going to do something different and even use of a competition. Just a friendly wee competition. There's a some... There's a prize, but we'll talk about that next time when you join us at Mark's Mess Podcast because this is has been Mark's Mess Podcast brought to you by the letter Y
2: why not it's the alphabet
0: of geekery all characters are property of their owners and not us and you can contact us by email on
2: mymarksmess at gmail.com
0: or on Twitter
2: at marksmesspodcasts like the T
0: or on our webpage podcasts.blogspot.com or our Facebook page Podcasts. And thanks to Josh Woodward of joshwoodward.com for the title music. Oh yeah, and join us after the music as Charlotte and I discuss spoilers for Endgame. Okay, this is a part of the podcast where Charlotte and I talk about...
2: Endgame.
0: Avengers Endgame. We went on Thursday morning, the first showing in daylight. I booked the tickets a week beforehand. I'm glad I did. We arrived at the cinema. There was barriers up, uh, but we were able to walk into the cinema. We were like half an hour before the show. And I said to the woman, oh, it must have been packed here last night. She said, if you were here two minutes earlier, you would have seen how packed it still is. And um, we got into the cinema half an hour before the show. It was over half full. And the the first time I ever, ever had it in a cinema, where somebody from the cinema came in and said, we've sold out, make sure you bunch up in it. Have you been to the cinema like that before?
2: No. Last time I was at the cinema, it was me, Catherine, and another family, and that was it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, what did you think about the film? Me, personally, it's wow. It was really good. Really, there is so much in it that an our short preview of it or review of it, I, I can't, I can't think. There are podcasts out there that would do it nice and long, and do listen to them uh, as I speak. There's just one out so far, which is, uh, is it Jaws? Go there. I'm pretty sure. Welcome to Level Seven will have theirs out, and other places that I'm going to be downloading as well. We actually root into Welcome to Level Seven with our top five things about the movie hopefully you've seen the movie and you know what it's like
2: if you haven't seen the movie what are you doing here
0: yeah what are you doing here go away now because honestly spoilers here we've got top five things okay my top uh one of my top five things was the writing was perfect there were so many cameos so many callbacks uh, cameo uh, bits in the script you know uh, phrases that kept on going and you know the elevator scene uh, Steve Rogers getting in the elevator and you think I've seen this somewhere before I know how it's going to end up out and then you get the hydra and it. So good, so well written, so well paced. The first part of the movie really downbeat and the comf- uh, confronting Thanos was such an anti-climax and then going through the movie with the heist bit and then the final Oh, Anyway, Charlotte, before I, I sort of get over-enthusiastic, what's your first uh, top of the top five scenes?
2: Well, the movie starts off with Hawkeye showing his eldest daughter how to shoot arrows, that's the bit I like.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of daddy-daughter stuff in this. Both with Hawkeye, with Tony Stark, with his cute wee daughter, and with Casey, Ant-Man's daughter as well, which was really good. And in the comics, uh, Casey becomes a, a superhero stature who increases size. My next one is, it has to be Captain America holding Mjolnir, if that's how you say it, holding Thor's hammer. Honestly... I, I've This is going back to the 80s for me with that Thor comic with uh, the Captain holding it and able to wield it.
2: I did also like the Captain America wielding year, but I also like the fact that Thor went back to get it.
0: Oh yeah, and he just held out his hand and you had that thing that you get in the Thor movies of it, it wrecking the place on the way over. Yeah. And then he going, I am still worthy.
2: And also the apology for it, Thor. Yeah.
0: That's one of mine. The fact that I've got the body of a Norse god, the the f- uh, fat Thor, is personally for me hard to say. But it is how I thought it was.
2: I also liked about Thor that he, when he summoned his other hammer, or no, when he summoned the lightning, then his hair magically got plaited.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, his beard got plaited. Yeah. My next one is when they went back to uh, the first Avengers movie, Hulk taking the stairs. I just thought that was so funny. Uh, That was really well done as well. He got to speak more lines than he did in the first uh, three movies he was in.
2: Oh yeah, I like the fact that after Tony and Peter hugging so many times, this time it was actually a hug. It wasn't, oh I'm just reaching for the door, I'm just doing this, doing that. It was an actual hug.
0: Yeah, I I thought that was a good callback to that movie. Uh, Another callback was when Cap stood there with his broken shield, and millionaire, not only facing off against uh, Thanos, but facing off against the hordes of Thanos, Thanos' army. And then he hears on his earpiece. On your left. And you just instantly knew who it was, and you instantly knew what was happening. Hundreds of heroes came through. Oh, that was... So, so good.
2: I like that bit as well.
0: Tony Stark meeting his dad and getting closure there. (sighs) Seeing Ant-Man and the original Ant-Man helmet.
2: I like the fact that they put the Tony Stark has a heart thing on his wee grave.
0: Again, a callback to the first uh, Iron Man movie. Uh, there's so many. Oh, this is this is just a love letter to the fans. I've
2: absolutely, I, 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 absolutely destroyed them.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's just, it was just so good. I mean, it keeps running about in my head. The ending, the the fact that people came back, the the Hulk snapping. There were three snapping, uh Thanos, Hulk, and Stark. And the Hulk snapping brought back people five years afterwards, and as if five years hadn't happened for them. I've got problems with that. Mm-hmm. But one, first of all, I love the fact it wasn't putting everything back a reset button. Mm-hmm. I like that, and this will have repercussions. Uh, Peter Parker is now going to school with people half his class were five years younger than him when uh, when he was last the last day he was at school. There are people out there who lost somebody in, in the Thanos snapping. Mm-hmm. They maybe got married again, and now their first spouse has come back. Three hours long, my bladder survived.
2: I always survive.
0: Yes, you do, but my bladder is, I've got a wuss of a bladder. Uh, it was really good. We actually went 11 o'clock, so we knew we'd out, be out at 2 o'clock, so we brought sandwiches with us for lunch. Yeah. And I brought a wee flask of tea. Guys, you've seen it. You know how good it was. As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I want that to happen.
2: Maybe they'll change the title to Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: I could see that happening. Anything can happen in this universe now. Anything at all.
2: I like the scene where all, where it was Peter had the glove and he was all then curled up, and then who was it came up to? I, I don't
0: know, was it Captain Marvel the first time?
2: Might have been. I don't know, it was either that or your wakandan women and they all just like teamed together and went it was
0: it was great i loved that as well i thought that was fantastic i knew there'd be sort of people getting angry about that how dare these women come along and that type of thing but i thought it was brilliant
2: i didn't like your haircut
0: whose haircut Captain Marvels oh, I
2: didn't like oh, it Oh the last one And I didn't I didn't like the fact that she didn't when she was in space she didn't put on the mohawk I liked the mohawk <laughs> I did I really did
0: Okay I don't, know, I don't know I've got no idea how many heroes were in that final battle It was so so good Thank you for listening to our ranting about how good it was and we will see well well we'll speak to you next month bye
1: bye